Hello and welcome to the You First podcast, the podcast designed to help you to start to put yourself first more in order to live a life that truly fulfills you. The podcast designed to show you that you do have more choice than you realize, that you can develop resilience to overcome whatever life is throwing at you, and that when you put you first, you can achieve anything. So if you're feeling caught up between what you want to do and what you should do, of lacking purpose, direction, and a sense of self, if you're ready to stop waiting, wishing, and dreaming about a more fulfilling life, then you're in the right place. In each episode, we will explore what does you first mean? We challenge the idea that putting yourself first is selfish. We explore how actually by putting yourself first, you can become the best version of you not just for you, but for everyone around you. We speak to and learn from individuals about how they have developed resilience to navigate challenges, found purpose to create choice, and what it means to them to put you first in order to take back control of your life and ultimately live a more fulfilling life as a result. Are you ready to put you first? Let's dive in. I am so pleased to have partnered with Intelligent Change to bring you the You First podcast. Intelligent Change create products that help you realize your potential and live a happier, more fulfilling life. They craft elegant tools and prompt simple daily routines to instill positive change in your life today, creating a more fulfilling tomorrow. And I can 100% testify to this. When I first began to explore more self-development and really started to put myself first, I used their five-minute journal. And for someone who never journaled before and had no idea about what I should be doing, it was so easy to add into my routine and soon became an absolute game changer in how it helped me to build a more positive mindset, create real change in my life and shape a more fulfilling future. And as a listener of the You First podcast, you can get access to yours now and any other products on the Intelligent Change website with 10% off at checkout when you use the code UFIRST10 just head to www.intelligentchange.com and go start to realize your potential now. Hello, hello, and welcome to this special bonus bite-sized episode of the You First podcast. Now we have wrapped up series one with our guests, but today I'm going to be bringing you some juicy outtakes from the first series, which you may not have heard. And so even more words of wisdom from our guests to help you start making some big, bold moves in your life. So here is a little bonus bite-sized dose of inspiration to help you put you first. Ready? Let's dive in. What would be your one piece of advice for someone who wants to be a digital nomad, but is worried about taking the leap? I would say the biggest thing is find your community. Having an online community of people who also work online is such a game changer. When I first, when I started my first business, well, when I started traveling by trade, like even to this day, actually, no one in my close friend group works online. None of my friends or any of my family members back home work online. So that was a little bit, I mean, for me, it wasn't like, oh, they're going to judge me because I'm very much one of those, like, I don't care. (laughs) But for other people that are really close with their families and like still live in their hometowns or kind of haven't pushed themselves to the other side of the world, that is a very, very huge impact, not having like that understanding and that support around you. So just building that community, whether it be online 
or like different Facebook groups that you can join, even having like a chat channel. There's a girl who lives in on the other side of Australia who's also from Canada who also works online. We've never met, but we just have phone calls like every couple weeks or once a month just to kind of catch up. We'll talk about Tim Hortons and how we used to go ice skating and working online and clients, and even just having that one person that I know I can go to vent to. It's an, it's a game changer. It helps so much having that like person to confide in. Do you plan at all or just go with the flow? If you do plan, what's next? If I plan too much, I become obsessed, which is not good for me in terms of like, as soon as I had that realization, if I did something every day, I'd improve. All of a sudden I had seven things I was doing every day in Mm. the morning and I'd get to midday and I'd be absolutely knackered. I have learned to control my sort of impulsiveness a little bit now, or, or maybe harness it, not necessarily control it. But I tend to just go with the flow. If I plan too far ahead, it gives me a headache. The uh, five-day desert run, was it Marathon de Sable? No, it wasn't. And I think that I always thought, that was another thing, I always thought to do that kind of thing, it had to be Marathon de Sable. And I was like, oh, I don't want to do that one and it's so hard to get in and all of the rest of it. And it was a really small race and they're huge now. It's called Ultra X now, the company that I did it with. Um, okay. and it was incredible. Like I ran across the desert and there were camels running alongside me. I rounded the corner one morning, the summer's coming up, the camels were galloping alongside me. And I was like, this is it. I am doing this on a week of annual leave. And it was just, incredible and the amount of training to get to that point was tough but I was there to show that women can and I joined a group of um people I don't know if you know know this but basically the number of people who joined the number of women who joined the start line of ultramarathons at that point was only four percent so four percent of the field were female so I joined this female only team to show that women can and my role there was to show that women can if you've got a full-time job in the city and oh my god it was hard like the training packing that in around a job like I would get up in the morning and run and then my boyfriend now husband would bring me breakfast and we'd walk the dog and then he'd go off and I'd run again and I'd, then he'd come back and I'd run and I'd run loops around my house and then I'd do that on a Saturday morning and then on a Sunday morning it was how many miles was the um the actual desert run so it's what is 250 it's 250 kilometers so whatever that is in miles so one day you do a double marathon in the sand so it's two marathons in one day and on that day, you get up early in the morning, it's pitch black. The sounds around you, and you're like, are they coyotes? Like, what is that noise in the desert? It's pretty terrifying, but they give you glow sticks. And you set out, the start bell on that day goes at 4 a.m. so that you can get as far as you can. You can go as fast as you can and as far as you can before the sun comes up. And they were, we were running along, and I was just seeing like people as they went off and this these uh, glow lights it's almost like it was a rave but it wasn't we're getting further and further apart and then you're just running in the desert in the dark and it's absolutely incredible and also scary and challenging and thinking I don't know if I can do this the furthest I'd ever run at that point was one marathon in a race which was really really hard um yeah absolutely life-changing event sleeping out under the stars absolutely incredible is manifesting a continuous journey and something you're always doing or something that you can use at particular times in your life when you want or need a change or something else? 
Mm, I love this question because we actually all are manifesting all the time. All of us are manifesting. Every single person has been manifesting since birth, which I know sounds crazy, but it's just that we are either conscious of it or we are not. And so in terms of your question, it is a lifelong practice because we are always going to be attracting or aligning with the things that we want or not. But if you're starting out with manifestation, I definitely think, you know, taking three to six months to really get intentional and dive deep into the practice on what you want to create, kind of shifting your mindset around what is possible for you is really important to start to trust the process, learn how um, the practice works for you. Cause we all kind of manifest in different ways based on our surroundings, based on our own beliefs. And so what I tell people is, And in my programs, I'm like, give yourself three months at least because 90 days is the amount of time it takes to really like rewire um, the brain, neural pathways and develop these new mindset shifts, which manifestation is a mindset shift for people. And then once you are like in it, once you are living in this place, for me, it's now second nature of like, you know, putting myself first and doing all of these things, I don't have to be actively intentionally writing things down anymore. Um, I'm naturally, you know, just attracting and aligning with people, opportunities, events that feel good to me, that feel like right for me. And so you don't have to always be like writing things down to manifest it if that makes sense, like you are always manifesting and it can be on a really small scale. So even looking at your day to day, like look at the opportunities, the positive things that are coming into your life, whether it's like kindness from a stranger or, you know, a free coffee from someone or a DM from a client that just like blew you away. Like you manifested that. And the more that you kind of like acknowledge it, the more those things grow. So I think it really does apply when you want something big, right? Like the big dream job or the relationship or the new home, like definitely spending time to get intentional with that. But with the little things, like as long as you're really putting yourself first, you're going to naturally align and attract. Okay, two of the biggest lessons you have learned on your journey. Ooh, two of the biggest lessons I've learned on my journey. One, anything is possible. You know, starting a product-based business, even though it definitely wasn't necessarily my my path, it was just like wild, just having this idea drop in and then holding a physical product on my hand and then seeing it on store shelves. And I just remember thinking like, if I have fuck all idea what I'm doing, I can make this happen. Like I can literally make anything happen. This is, this is wild. This is so cool. And that applies to everyone. And the other biggest lesson, nothing is worth making yourself miserable over. As in, if if something is making you unhappy, be it a friendship, a career, a living situation, it's not worth it. There is always another way out and there is another way of living. And 
we do not need to live feeling miserable. So that is a wrap on series one. And we will be back in the new year with series two when we have some incredible guests already lined up for you. For now, though, please like the podcast on whatever platform you're listening to it on and share so that we can help more people to put themselves first, to live a life that truly fulfills them. For now, though, thank you so much for all your support on series one. I have loved the amazing conversations we have had with our guests. There has been so much wisdom shared, and I hope that they have inspired you to put you first and create a life that you truly love. Now, less talking from me and go put you first.